0: to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to The Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you are facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are. We'll talk about issues like making friends, how to avoid toxic relationships, feeling lonely, and understanding that you have a purpose and so much more. I'm your host Amy Krishner and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Okay, so today I want to talk about prayer because honestly, prayer was probably one of the most challenging areas in my life as a young Christian. I felt like I was just talking to myself and I didn't even know if I was praying correctly or if God was even hearing me. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that way. Like maybe sometimes when you're praying, you feel like you're just talking to yourself, but I know I felt that way all the time. I also couldn't understand how I was supposed to hear from God. Like, was I supposed to hear him speak like real words to me or maybe put a thought in my head and I Honestly, I didn't know if my thoughts were my thoughts or if they were God's thoughts. And it was just a really big struggle for me. And I think many of us have these doubts or challenges and aren't quite sure what to do. I also think a lot of times we just pray because we're supposed to pray because that's what Christians do, right? Or because it just makes us feel better. And many times, I don't think we pray actually believing that God is gonna answer our prayers. Maybe we've seen so many times where Things that we prayed didn't come to pass or things that other people prayed didn't come true. And so it's like we have this doubt in our mind, like, is it really going to happen? And so I really want to talk about that today. I want to talk about some of the challenges that we have when it comes to our prayer life. So instead of giving up, I chose to keep reaching out and keep talking to God. And that is the key Honestly, to how my relationship with God has blossomed and has become so much deeper today it's just not giving up just to continually reach out to him and talk to him. Even if I felt like I was talking to myself, the more time that we spend with God, the more our relationship with him will grow. You know, I think back to the first time I met my best friend growing up and, you know, we met at school and when I first got to know her, it was kind of like, hi, my name is Jamie. And then uh, just small talk here and there, right? And then as our relationship grew, as we began to talk to each other more at school, we learned more about each other and we learned what each other liked and what we didn't like and what kind of games we liked to play out at recess. And I'm going way back, guys. (laughs) And we got to know each other better. And the more in-depth our conversations got. And we stayed friends, honestly, all the way through college. That's how good of friends we became. But it didn't just start in that deep relationship right away. It took many, many years and many, many conversations of getting to know each other where our relationship grew much deeper. And the same thing is true with God. The more time we spend with him, the more our relationship with him will grow and become deeper. So as I talked about in the beginning, one of my biggest fears with praying was that I didn't know if I was praying the right way or if God could even hear me let me just help you with a little tidbit of information. God hears you all the time. He is all-knowing and he knows what you're walking through and he gets it. He knows what your struggles are. He knows what your wins in life are. Prayer, honestly, is just communicating with God. It's just talking with him and developing that relationship with him. I also want to share with you that the number one way that God talks to you is through the Bible so maybe you're thinking I've never heard God talk to me I've never heard him whisper something to me don't worry about that at all the majority of the way that God talks to us is through his word and sometimes we will get something deposited into our spirit and on the inside we just know but honestly the biggest way that God talks to us is through the Bible which is why it's so important for us to make sure that we're getting into it on a regular basis I just want to share with you that your prayers are so powerful. Did you know that you don't have to pray just because you're supposed to or just because it makes you feel better? You can actually pray to get results. First John 5, 14 and 15 tells us, And this is the confidence, the privilege of boldness which we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of Him. Okay, so I love this verse because it shows us that we can come to God boldly in prayer. We can come to God in prayer with confidence, according to His will, and He will hear us. It doesn't just stop there, though. It says that whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions or the requests that we've asked of Him. The key to this verse is is that when we go to God in prayer... That we're just going according to his will. Obviously, God isn't going to give us something that goes against his word, because then one, that would make him a hypocrite. And two, God loves you so much, he doesn't want to see you hurt. And so we got to make sure that we're praying, knowing what the Bible says about situations. And then we're going to see how God comes through for us. Have you ever heard someone, or maybe you've done this yourself? And if so, no condemnation to you at all. But have you heard someone, when they pray, pray something along the lines of, God, if it's your will, can you help me overcome this problem I'm facing? Or, God, if it's your will, can you heal this person? Or maybe you've heard well-meaning people say things like, well, sometimes the answer to God's prayers are yes and sometimes they're no. You just never know. I want to talk about this because it's so important. You can be confident in your prayer life. Many times when we use these phrases or hear other people use these phrases, it's because we honestly don't know what the will of God is concerning those situations. If we don't know the will of God, does that help us come to him in confidence? All right. So say that you're going skiing for the first time. Last year was the first year that my family has ever gone skiing before. So I can totally relate to this example. But say you're going skiing for the first time. You've never been skiing before. So you put on your bindings, you clip on your skis, and you got your poles in your hands, and you're about to go down that first little bunny slope, how much confidence do you have in yourself that you're not going to fall? And that's because we've never done it before. When we're unsure of something, we can't have confidence in that something. So when we're praying things like, God, if it's your will, or you just never know what God's going to say, when we pray things like that, we're not coming to God in confidence because. We're not sure what the outcome is going to be. The more sure we are about a certain situation, the more confident we are, right? So like, how much confidence do I have going down that bunny slope if I'm, say, an Olympic skier? I'm going to have a ton of confidence because I've done this before. I've seen it. I know what the solution is going to be. I know what it's going to end up like, right? And so the more sure we are about a certain situation, the more confident that we are. Well, that's the way that God wants us to pray. He wants us to pray with confidence. And one thing I love about God is he doesn't just tell us what to do, pray with confidence. He shows us how to pray with confidence. So how do we pray with confidence? Did you know that there's a way to find out what the will of God is? 2 Corinthians one twenty says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. God is saying, If you can find it in my word, the Bible, guess what? It's yours. You can have it. If it is a promise I've given you in my word, it's all yours. And if you know without a shadow of doubt that something is yours, it makes you a whole lot more confident to go out and grab it, right? And that's what God is saying. He's saying, look, I love you so much. I want to bless you. I want to see you thrive in life. And I'm giving you these promises. They are yours. Just take them. All right, so now you may be wondering, well, what if it's a question like, what college should I go to? Or should I even go to college? Well, you're probably not going to find those specific answers in the Bible. Okay, so you're not going to find those specific answers in the Bible. But James 1.5 tells us that if anyone lacks wisdom, all we have to do is ask God and he will give it to us. So talk to God about it. Just know that as you continue to pray about it and talk to God about it, he's going to give you peace on the inside and you're going to know. So now going back to the question of why we pray. Many of us pray because we believe that we're supposed to or that because it makes us feel better. But did you know that there is an even more amazing reason to pray? James 5:16 tells us the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. Basically what that verse is saying is that if you have given your life to the Lord, you are now righteous. And because you're righteous, your prayers have power to actually get results. That word effectual in the Greek is the same word that means to be effective or to energize. What James is saying is that God can accomplish great things through your prayers. But how do we get prayers like that? Well, earlier we talked about knowing what God's will is. That will give us the confidence we need to pray and get those powerful results. How do we find God's will? Well, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but we look in the Bible and see what God says about certain subjects, right? You know, maybe we're praying for a loved one to be healed. Well, what does God say about healing? First Peter 2.24 says that it was by Jesus' stripes that we were healed. Malachi 4.2 says that the Son of Righteousness has arisen with healing in His wings. Deuteronomy you know I 7.15 Tells us that God keeps us free from every disease. Those are promises in the Bible that we can take and stand on. Now, just a side note. If you are praying for somebody else's healing, make sure that you know what they're believing over that healing. Make sure that they are standing on faith concerning healing and that they are not letting doubt enter into their heart. And I say this because we cannot override the faith of another person. If they're not believing for healing or if they're letting doubt come in, we can't believe for them. You know, obviously still pray for them. Yes. Pray for God to open their eyes to the truth of his word, to the truth of their healing so that they can receive it. But we can't believe it for them. Mark eleven twenty two through 25. So going back to praying with effective, powerful prayers. It says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them there is so much goodness in these verses first of all it tells us we need to choose to trust god and his word the more we trust god in his word the more we grow in our faith hebrews 11:1 says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen or to break it down in a way that's better understandable we could say it like this now faith is being confident Of the good things that we are expecting to see in our life. The evidence of the things not seen. So maybe we're not seeing it right now. It's not showing up right in front of us at this very second. But faith is being confident that it's coming. That it's already yours. And you're just waiting on it. When you're confident that good things are going to happen in your life. That's when our prayers become effective. And have the power to transform our situations in our lives. Now, going back to Mark eleven twenty two through 25, it tells us to speak to the mountain, right? We're not literally going to say to the mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. But what we can speak to is whatever mountains that we are facing in our lives, we can tell them to be removed. So maybe something comes up and it's a situation that seems crazy. Well, we can speak to those mountains and tell them to leave according to God's word. Maybe you're kind of pushing off some symptoms of anxiety or loneliness or depression or things like that. Those are mountains that you can speak to and tell them to go. Because God says in Nehemiah 8:10 that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the last part of these verses says that whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So when you pray, pray with that confidence. And then choose to believe them no matter what's going on around you, no matter what the circumstances are saying, trust God in his word and they will come. How awesome is that? All right. So this is part one of a two-part series. Next week, we're going to talk specifically on how to pray in a way that is powerful and effective so that you can see real results in your life. So be sure to join us again next week. And as I say every single week, and it is so true, so choose to believe it. You are beautiful. You are valuable. Your beauty and your value, they don't change even if someone fails to see how incredible God made you. All right, so repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me for the Uncommon Teen podcast. And thank you to all of you who have left ratings and reviews. It honestly blesses my heart so much getting to read what God is doing in your life because of this podcast. And I also want to thank all of you who are sending in prayer requests on the Uncommon Teen app. Know that I am praying for you all every single day. Be sure to share the Uncommon Team podcast with your friends. And together, let's make an even bigger difference for the Lord. All right, well, have a great week and we will see you back here next week. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God, all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot, well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to uncommonteen.com and grab your tickets today.